Let's talk. talk. This podcast featuring three black women talking about our perspective on life and all that happens in it and through it from marriage, sex, politics, and culture while providing laughter, information, and encouragement over great food and drinks. Sis. Go ahead, queen. Listen. Let's Let's talk. talk. It was released in, I think it was 2000. Yeah, I was was going to say like early The album was Next, Welcome to Next to the Next to See. Yeah. In 2000. Yeah. 2000. Yeah, I was going to say 90. 2000. Yeah. That's around the time I pledged. I pledged. I crossed spring 99. So, yeah, about 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Perfect song. Perfect song for tonight. It is break time, ladies. How are you? How's your Saturday? It was great, great. Uh, relaxing. Yeah. Relaxing. Crafting all day. I worked on my dissertation, did my hair, you know, clean. Good. Mm, yeah. I did absolutely nothing. That's what's <laughs> up. Hey, don't be the best days. Best days. Best days. But we jamming over here today. Wifey, wifey is th- that and too close. They still hot. Mm-hmm. If I go to the club right now, which I don't, I'm going to dance. <laughs> Believe it, both I ones. think the club days over. COVID ruined it. I don't think nothing will be the same. You remember when we used to get together? Oh, my God. Yeah. Those oh. days over with y'all. Yeah. Over, over, over. All right. So today we're going to be talking about what it takes to be a wife. Yeah. Wifey is a term that a lot of women or men use now. I think it started back in the 90s, late 90s, when people started saying wifey. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's. Like common, not common, a common term that people use. Hey, that's my wifey. It's my hubby, but this my wifey. Mm-hmm. And my brother-in-law uses that on his wife like all the time. I'm gonna call my wifey. <laughs> I'm gonna call my wifey. It's yeah, yeah, it's it's cute. Yeah. What what do you think makes a good wife? I would say um, a good wife is a woman who stands by her husband. Um, she encourages and pushes without being demeaning. Um, she compliments. Um, she take care of home, make sure her husband is straight. Um, she's pretty much there for her husband. You know, she's support. Um, she pushes him to be his best. Um, and she knows how to fall back when she needs to fall back and give him his space. That's true. Mm-hmm. That sums it up. Pretty well. <laughs> yeah, for me, I would think that maybe being a wifey in your 20s, 30s, or 40s to me is different. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think about being a wife when I was in my 20s. I thought, like, being a wife was, like, cooking, cleaning, taking care of all the household things. Um, in my 30s, the term wife, I think, would, would have been a little bit different. And definitely in my 40s, I, I think I define it. Definitely different, but I think the common definition, like Crystal was saying, things like still being there for your husband or your spouse, you know, so those things, no matter if you're in your 20s, 30s, or 40s, I think those, or 50s or 60s or whatever, but I think it's different for me anyway. As I grew up, the wifey definition looked a little different. So you think um, there's a big difference between you as a new wife and the wife you are now? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. Because like I said, for me, being a new wife, I thought that my role as a wife was just to cook, clean, make sure he had dinner on the table. And not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but I think that now because I'm more older um, and I'm working a full-time job, I think that some of those things still rang true, but it's different for me. Yeah, I would have to say so. I think we're taught as women where we do household stuff. We're supposed to be the one that cooks the cleans to to take care of the kids and the man goes out to work and we're supposed to make everything easier for him. Um 
we are supposed to make everything easier. We shouldn't make it harder. But he should also make things easier in the marriage as well. So that's that should be 100% on both sides. I don't do the 50-50 because I don't think marriages are 50-50. I think everybody brings 100% to the marriage. But as a new wife, I would have to agree agree with you. I was cooking. I used to clean my house every day. Mm-hmm. You know, you try to cook dinner. You make sure the kids are good. You That's what we kind of ingrained in us. That's what we're taught we're supposed to do. But me as a wife now, it's, it's a little bit different um, to be a wife now. Um, I'm more of a helper. We come together. We make decisions. We we don't have as many gender roles as some people have in marriages. My husband cooks. Um, he's working from home now. So he cooks dinner, and I don't. I used to cook dinner because he went to work, and I was home or I was home before him. Um, so... Me as a wife now, I think I'm a little bit more relaxed. Because I think when we first get married, it's all this pressure to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I got to look perfect. I got to have my hair done. I got to make sure I don't gain no weight. Got to make sure I look good. Got to make sure that the house clean, the kids are good, that I'm giving bomb sex, that I'm doing all these you good things. You don't everything you need to do because you think that's what you need to do to keep right. your husband. And I yes. think it reminds me of that song, but I think it's by Shaka Khan. Every woman. That's what I think of. Like, yeah. when you're younger, yeah, you want to be every woman. Because there's no book on how to be a good woman. Yes. It's not. So you pretty much, you go off of what you see, what you hear, what you, you know, people tell you. So you're just trying to be that perfect wife. And I think the flaw in that, though, is, like, I think about my, my daughter now, who's 29 and recently got married. And what, the example that I kind of, like, passed on to her, or what I'm teaching her how to be a wife, like what what she looks at as me as a wife, being married for 24 years and saying there's some things from my mom I want to keep, but other things, you know, the disrespect, the hollering and screaming, like those things I don't want to I don't want to pick up as being a wife. You know, the, the lack of communication, um, some of those things I don't want to. So I think even with that, even with the evolving over the years, we still have to be careful of what we're teaching our, our daughters or the next generation of, of young women coming up. What was the biggest myth that you think you were told as being a wife? Ooh, that's a good question. There are quite a few things that people will tell you. I hate to see people when they get married and have bachelorette parties and bachelor parties, the old ball and chain, like you locked down, like you're not supposed to do anything. For me, the myth was, I think it it wasn't so much as a, a spoken myth. It was something that I picked up from my family members that were around me that were married. You know, he at home, he this, like, I'm supposed to do my thing, he does his thing. It never really meshed to me. So I think in my head, I am had this myth that, you know, I'm supposed he do what I say. And it, it I, don't, I don't know how to explain it. It just was different. I think the biggest myth that I felt like the fun, everything was, the fun was over. Like pretty yes. much mm-hmm. um, once you marry, like you're not going to have no more fun or like everything is about your family um, and what you do in your house. Like you're not. You're just stuck in your home, and you're supposed to only focus on your home and things like that. Like, all the fun stuff. That was one of the biggest myths. Like, um, I would have know. to agree. That, yeah. that is, that's a big Like, one. fun stops. Like, it doesn't. Like, you just, you and your husband go out and have fun. Or that um, the children, even when you have kids, like, then you have to focus on the kids. So the marriage, like, some people had kids before they married. Some people didn't. So, but when you have kids, everything should be about the kids. And I think that's why a lot of marriages don't work because I believe it should be, and I learned this later, but like the husband and wife and then everybody else. But God first, mm-hmm. then the husband and wife, and then mm-hmm. everybody else. But I think the biggest myth for me would be, like for me, well, I, my mom always said, well, like, and probably just because of her age, but like women don't have to work. Like the man's supposed to be the provider. So women don't like you don't you that take is care a of the huge house myth right about the man supposed to be the provider because mm-hmm. you have some homes where the woman is the breadwinner, right? So that's a definitely a huge right myth, and it does, um, you know, mess some marriages up because women come in thinking that the man's supposed to be the provider and you make the most money, and it causes problems. 
And even if you're not making, like, for me, I just think, like, my like that and my husband used to even tell me like we had young kids my mom be like well you should both stay home with the kids he needs to go out and work and but the bills were still coming and it was like okay i understand what you're saying but we're trying to get to a lifestyle that we want to live and we can't do it on one income and so then i felt pressured like okay but if i leave my kids then i'm a bad mom if i don't go to work then i'm a bad wife because we gotta have this money like i remember having 14 dollars in the account so me staying home at that time, early in my husband's career, was not an option. But my mom making me feel bad, probably not intentionally, um, but and my husband in my ear, like, no, you need to go get a job. And I'm like, my mama said, and he was like, well, your mama don't live here, <laughs> and you need to go get a job. Right. So, you know, okay. so I think a lot of young wives, even some older ones, we, we, we stick with that myth that a man should go out and provide. And I'm, I don't mean... Do whatever works for your household. I don't. I don't believe a man should just be home all day playing video games while I'm out busting my butt. I do think a man should work. Right. I mean, whether he has his own business out cutting grass. If I, we've had this topic, this uh, discussion before, my husband and I with other people, and some men they really are threatened when their wife makes more money than them. Like they, they feel some type of way about that. My husband's like, if you make more money than me, there's more money I can spend. Mm-hmm. He don't care. Mm-hmm. You know. It's because it's our money. That's the way we look at it as far as when it being our money. So if I'm winning and I'm succeeding, he's winning and he's succeeding. Our kids are winning and succeeding. So for me, it I think a man, I don't think a man should be home because I think a man should be a provider. Um, no matter if the wife is going to work and he's staying home, he still provides. He's, he's still the head of the house. And a lot of people take that head of the house thing and they run with that. Uh, head of the house doesn't mean you tell me what to do, I do what you say do, and all that th- those things. For me, I like a masculine man. So I used to tell people I like country men. I think country men like um, what's Matthew McConaughey? He's just so country. And then, you know, I was like, just go build me a house. You know, guys can go out and build and fix things. I love to see my husband around the house fixing and putting stuff together, that's that's sexy. That's a turn up. You want me to help? What you need? A screwdriver? What you need? Like for me. So I don't feel like a man should just be home on the couch, like she said, playing a game. Yeah. But he should also be able to be supportive and then be able to bring something in um, into the household. But a lot of times we're we're made to feel a certain way when we become a wife. Oh, you, you need to do this. You need to do that. We have to be this way. He's supposed to provide. You're supposed to cook. You're supposed to do all these things. And it, it's, it's stressful. So for me, I think that that stress, being a new wife was stressful. The first, it was fun. But then in my head, I think I made it stressful as far as I want to be this person and be this, this great wife because I didn't have that growing up. I didn't see it. My mom and dad... Um, they broke up when I was in sixth grade, I think. Well, summer of summer of sixth grade. So they didn't. I didn't have that in the house as much. Mm-hmm. Um, the clothes- it's funny how we put so much stress on ourselves. But the question is, do our husbands really care? Right. Like, do they really care that? <laughs> you know, it's funny because we put all these stresses on ourselves. Like, I gotta clean the house. I have to cook. I have to do this. I have to do that. Like, but do your husband really care that you do those things? Right. And when I they're think, not done, they, they care. Well, of, course, I think, of course, when it's not done. <laughs> but I think too, like Crystal saying, knowing you have to really know your husband. And I think for me, like being a young wife, I wish I would have. Someone would have set me down and said that even when before we got married was the communication to me because like what Crystal's saying for me I always was like well I'm being a good wife because when you come home from work your dinner's cooked when I don't care if I was watching stories from at two o'clock to three the general hospitals I used to watch that too I know that was my favorite Sunny Sunny. (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Sunny but about four o'clock when my husband came home from work I had work I know I know (laughs) Sunny's still on there though honey still looking fine like wine too but I, I would have dinner, and then my, I would be like, "Well, I'm doing this, I'm doing that." But my husband's biggest thing is respect. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, but that I, should just be. I mean, respect is everything. But all men. But you have to ask your spouse because some people think, like you're saying, that cooking and cleaning that's important to some mm-hmm. sp- husbands. But for my husband, yes, he wanted those things. But the biggest thing, and even to this day, like I said, married 24 years, we still have issues 
sometimes the way I speak to him. That was big for my husband. Like, he wants to be respected as a man. So I just think that sometimes as a young wife, even an older wife, if you got married late or whatever, those aren't things to me, in my opinion, that anybody sits down and tell you. They teach us, right, cook, make sure you got a meal on. You know, the stove for your husband. Make sure you you looking good. You Like you said, keep that body tight. Make sure you're doing this. But some of that stuff, like I'm sure my husband wants me to look nice, but it's not like he would prefer me to stay out of the stores. Like that's not top on his priority. He thinks I could be clean with a pair of jeans and a shirt on. I don't have to have all the extra you know what I mean? So I think you have to know your husband. Mm, you know yeah. what I mean? Because all men are different. Yes. All men are totally different. You cannot bring your marriage into another marriage. You know, I, I think back to the myth thing. One of the biggest myths is what you won't do, another woman will do. That's a myth. That is a very... Because... <laughs> Let's let's talk about. I have to laugh at that because that, that's crazy. Because I remember growing up, what you won't do, another woman she will. She gonna do that shit evil. <laughs> she not gonna do it. She evil. do it in the beginning, yeah, but she, she may not do it at all. But that that shouldn't be a re. That I feel like that brings fear into a young wife to be like, I, I got to be this. And right. I think when I when what I was trying to say is that fear. If I don't do this, then it's not gonna work. It's but not gonna be here. The sad part about it is. No matter what you do, you still will get cheated on. Yep. So, I mean, that myth is huge. What you won't do, another one would do. Okay. I mean, you can still do it. And he still could go astray. Yeah. So, I mean, it just all depends. I think that moves out like what is the biggest thing you've had to learn as a wife. I think that's a big one for most people that you can be a perfect wife. Mm -hmm. The, The myth is if I do everything perfect. My husband won't cheat. He won't leave. He'll be happy. Um, he'll want to be with me forever. That's not true because you can have bomb sex. Mm-hmm. You can give him sex whenever he wants it. You can mm-hmm. cook. You However can clean. He wants you it. can be a chef. You know, you can do all these freaking things. I mean, you can do all of this stuff, and they can still cheat because mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with you most of the time. Now, I will backtrack just a little bit and say sometimes. We can make it easier for him to make the decision to cheat, mm-hmm. to cheat because cheating is a decision. So if every time I come, like Crystal was saying, her husband wants her to respect him. But if every time he come in the house, he feel disrespected, right. he's yelling, but she got all the rest of this stuff down. But he find this other lady that's at work or out in the street that he see every day, and she's very respectful to him all the time. And don't do 10% of the things that I do. They will mess with that woman because the need that he needs is not what I'm giving him. So I think that that's why I say for me, you do have to know, you have to know your spouse because every spouse is different. And so, right. And that, I mean, for me, I could just say that that is the biggest. And sometimes our men or our husbands, they suffer in silence. Like I know for me, because I'm more vocal. So I'm like, you're not giving me my needs. I need attention. I want you to talk to me. I want to sit down and have quality. And he'd be like, well, we're having quality. No, I want to have quality time like this. But men don't do that. So for him, he just suffered in silence. Like, oh, you don't disrespect me. So this is what happened. So he would go to work, stay late. So I knew how when I was was on his bad side because he would stay work late. Mm -hmm. And like you're saying, to me, that just opens up the door for other things. Because guess what? Now there's a woman at work. And not saying this happened with my husband, but I'm just saying this is the door that opens up to it. This is what I think. There's a woman at work, and she's listening. Yes. Being respectful. Yes. And like I, like you say. Making hey, him I could, feel like a king. Right. And I could be cooking, doing all these things. I thought I was doing perfect. None of it. Yep. So, yeah. It's a big thing for me. Uh, when I talk to people, like their new wives, we've been married. This is our Jordan year, so 23 years and people will say well how oh, did I like you make that the Jordan years oh wow yeah. next year is our Kobe year so oh, you at your Kobe I'm, I'm, year I'm at my Kobe ah. year. Well, yeah 24 so yeah I'm at my Kobe year yeah oh he loves Kobe Bryant yes. rest in peace yeah yes. but I think a lot of times we as wives we try to do too much like so you try to talk to a wife and you try to tell her they'll say well how did you make it work I said there are probably plenty of times I should have left him plenty of times he should have left me but we didn't. We stayed in when it was hard. When we, when I probably was like, you know what? Forget you. You know what? And he probably was like, forget me. But we stuck it out. What Crystal said is very important. It always has to be God first. Mm-hmm. Then your spouse. 
than your children. I've seen so many people put the children before the spouse. Right. Because it's like, even when my husband leave me, my kid's going to still be there. Even if you make him feel that way, your kid's still going to always be there. Now, I'm not telling you to mistreat your children because your husband will want you to treat the children right as well. But you have to make him feel important, you know. And I shouldn't say make him feel important, but he needs to feel that level of respect in the household. Well, I think it even being important, because as women, we want to feel important. We want to yes. feel special. We want to feel needed. We want to feel appreciated. Yep. Um, so I think, like I said, I think sometimes our men just suffer in silence. Like I think about my husband and how many years he probably did suffer in silence and just wasn't vocal and, and thank God that we're in a place in our marriage now where he can communicate, you know, like a lot better. So the days when he feel like I don't disrespect him now, he's or respect him. Hey, he speak up like, hey, you did this and it was disrespectful. You know what I mean? But before he wouldn't say nothing. It was just like, oh, like, OK, well, you ain't talking to me. You ain't. Well, it's probably the times when I look back when he felt disrespected. Right. But he didn't say nothing. But, you know, now, thank God, like I said, be careful what you ask for. Because mm-hmm. then they talk like my husband now. He's a better communicator. Mm-hmm. But I think men learn how to be a better communicator over time mm-hmm. where they learn and they learn how to communicate. I think that's one of the biggest things that I had to learn as a wife, how to communicate effectively. Mm-hmm. Because as women, we communicate a lot. We say a whole bunch. Oh, yes, but we, we do. don't say it effectively. You know, I want to spend some time with you. Without you playing a game or here, I want to be able to do this. It's important when we're talking about something important to me mm-hmm. that I have your attention. That means I don't want you playing the game. I don't want you watching the, the TV mm-hmm. or doing texting mm-hmm. somebody because at this moment, I think this is important right. to me. Right. So my husband always tells me, we don't have to sit down and look eye to eye for you to be talking. And I said, sometimes I want to see your facial expressions. It, it's something that's really important to me. But I learned that I don't have to do that for 30 minutes. You can give me 30 seconds of that, and I can get my point across and say it and not holding grudges. You know, I used to try to do that, walking through the house, not talking to him. Oh, my God. You have to learn not to do that. It's, that's hard, though. <laughs> that is that is very difficult because sometimes, like, for me, I used to be explosive. So, like, I was, like, my sister called me, and I was like, oh, my, like, it was, like, gut-wrenching when she said it. But it was true. Like, she said, you're like a tornado. And you don't really care, like, you just tornado through the house and you tear down everything and then you're okay because you're the tornado. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, but she was right. Yep. So now I think I went maybe, I don't, I don't want to say too far to the left, but I've learned how now to just kind of be quiet and just go to have a moment to myself out, you know, and not be a tornado all the time. Like, everything don't require me to be a tornado all the time. So, yeah. Now, I know I like to ask a question. So do you think that or believe that you've lost yourself throughout the marriage? Like, how do you guys feel about um, the woman? Because like we always talk about being early in the marriage, being a newly person married and being a, you know, through the years. About losing yourself. I feel that it's very hard, especially when you're married, when you're young. Like I was married at 22. So you're still trying to find yourself. Um you can't it's you can't lose yourself. A lot of women will lose themselves trying to be that perfect wife, mm-hmm. trying to do everything right and get so involved. Like my husband went to the Navy. So it was like, oh, let's help him get on track with his career. He got the kids, he's going out to sea, he's doing this. So you you're helping him study for his promotions and all these type of things. And sometimes you put what you need on the back burner because there's so much going on. I found myself trying to find out what I like. What does Nikki like? What do I want to do? So I think that was probably like early 30s, late 20s is when you like, well, what is it that I want? Because the kids got a little bit older. So he didn't need me as much because he's going out to sea. When he's out to sea for six months, what am I doing? Um, So you have to kind of find out what do you like? So I always tell new wives, don't lose yourself. But also at the same time, don't make it all about you. There has to be a balance because you don't want the husband to feel like everything is about her. She don't really care nothing about me. All she want me to do is pay these bills, bring this money in the house, and it shouldn't be that way. I think sometimes as a new wife, um, you can't help but to lose yourself because you you take care of the kids and you're taking care of the home and you're trying to please your husband. So, of course, everything is coming before you. 
So then you begin to forget who you are as a person because you're trying to please everybody in the house. You're trying to please your husband. You're trying to make sure the house is clean. You're trying to make sure the kids got what they need. The school is on point. You're touching base with the uh, teachers. And God forbid if you're a working mom, mm-hmm. right? you're focusing on your career. <laughs> so you forgetting about yourself. And it's sad because, like, as a young wife, you pretty much do forget about you. But do you think, Crystal, that's the, or in Nicole, that's a myth? Do you think that's because in, in our culture, not just in any culture, but just in society as a woman, that's what's taught to us? Because, again, I always think, I'm, I don't know, I'm think I'm just learning so much from my oldest daughter, Cree. And, again, what we pass down. Because I, don't, I think that... It's funny because I'm trying to figure out throughout my life, was I even taught that? Exactly. It's what you see. Right. And it's what is like, and it's funny because with my daughters, I'm trying to figure out like, even as a mom, did I ever even teach my daughters have a conversation about what is a wife? Right. They only go by what they see. Exactly. So when they move on to their marriages, they're going to say, well, my mom did this, my mom did that, my mom did this. So it's pretty much what you grew up in and what you saw. I don't even think my mom right. even had a conversation with me on what a good wife was or what you're supposed to do in your marriage. You just go by what you see. Right. So it's just one of those things where when you acting as a wife or as a mom, you got to realize there's people that's looking at you saying what it is. Right. And not just your own children, but... Other young women, right? Uh, sometimes even older women. I, I mean, I just think that, you know, what we're passing down sometimes because I would like now. So now I'm getting up every morning, and I, like I, I'm not going to tell you like even after doing it for six months, I still don't like to get up at five thirty in the morning and work out. But at the same time, because of I've had health issues, right? I have to get like I have to work out, and so my thing is. But nobody ever taught me like, hey, it's an hour out of your day. You know what I mean? Even as a young mother, if you have young kids, you can, I mean, you, you may be tired, you may, but anything that is important to us, we find ways to do it. So even as a young mom, when I wanted to go hit the streets, oh, I don't care if a kid slept all night or not. They, whatever they was doing, I was out hitting them streets. All night long, I was out. So, but I think that nobody teaches us self-care. Nobody teaches us to say as a young mom, Take an hour out the day for you. I don't care what else you do. Even if you work, like I think, like we all work eight, nine hours. We give an employee. That's definitely something I would tell it. Right, a, a new wife. A new wife. I would definitely. Right. You have to take some time for self care. And that's not selfish. That's that's Mm-mm. because it makes you a better you and makes you a better wife. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that if we told young young spouses, no matter when, you don't have to just be young in age, but just a young new spouses that listen. You're, I think you would have a better marriage because I could tell you it's a different in our marriage now because I feel like I know who I am and I'm okay with who I am versus my 20-year-old because I got married when I was 21 or 22. Maybe I was 24, but not, no, he was 24. I got married when I was 20, I think, or 21. Maybe I was 22, but nonetheless, I didn't know who I was. So my identity, right, was I was a wife and a mother. That was right. it. Like, you know how when the school calls you and they be like, are you, your child's, you know, they you, like my daughter's name is Cree. So are you Cree's mom? I didn't have, like, I didn't know who I was. So now in my late 40s, I'm like, I know who I am as a wife. I know what I bring to the table. But a lot of times we get married and we don't know. We're just getting married. Some people get married because they just want to be with someone. Some people get married because they, they're they in this kids. fantasy. Right, mm-hmm. or they have kids. So I think that yeah, we have to know who we are. You know what I mean? But we do lose ourselves. We definitely yeah, lose ourselves. Being a wife is hard. It, I mean, it really is a hard thing. It's a rewarding thing, too. I mean, it's nothing wrong with being a wife. I mean, I think a lot of women, that's what you strive to be. Um, you See, know, I wasn't you that be, wife. I um, never, like, as a little kid, I never was like, oh, I can't wait to be married one day. I never was that Girl. I never was either. I don't think I ever said that. I just said whenever I do get married, I wanted to have this, this, and this. But I always knew I wanted to be married. I wanted to have kids and things of that nature. What I will say about the self-care is that the younger generation of people, they're real good with that self-care. <laughs> Whereas our generation is not. Like, they feel like, I haven't had time to get my hair done or my nails done. And I was like, but baby girl, you had these kids. Mm. So, I mean, there you have to have a balance. You take an hour for yourself. 
I remember when my husband first went in the Navy, we weren't making that much money. Everybody thought we was, but we were. We had two kids when he first went in. And then we ended up having my daughter. We had three kids. So I was perming my own hair because we was doing perms then. I was doing my own nails, my own pedicure, doing all those things. You you skip out on those things, but you can't make the man feel bad because you're not doing those things. Right. Because there are also things that my husband gave up that I'm pretty sure that he wanted to buy or to do at that time. But neither one, we've never had an argument over money. That's one thing that I can say that we've never argued about. A lot of marriages end over finances and things like that. That's awful. I think a lot, I, you know, I can agree with you, a lot of marriages do fail because of finances. Yep. So let, of finances. let's talk about finances yeah. in the marriage. Let's yeah, talk about yeah. that. Is it my money, his money, or our money? So let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you all this. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you all this. So listen, I have my own views on finances and marriages. So how I got it set up is in my household, I believe that we both have our own separate accounts, but we have that account for the house. We, you do what your money is, that's your money. What my money is, that's my money. Because neither one of us could tell us each other what to do with our money. But when it comes to the house, we have to have a discussion what goes on in the house and what goes on with the children. So y'all put money in, y'all have three separate accounts. Yes, ma'am. We have a household account and we have our own accounts. So we put our money into that household account. So that's the groceries, that's the bills, um, that's any repairs that needs to go on with the house. Um, if the kids need something, we need to come together to discuss. Anything involved in the house, we're going to have a discussion about. We both know, we sat down and did our budgets. We both know what comes out of our paycheck that goes into that account. Each of us got it in our paychecks. You know how when you go to work and you have a, you're able to separate what money goes to where? Mm-hmm. We both have know what money from our paychecks goes to that account. I don't know. We, we're a little I different. mean, that's how strategic it is in the house because yeah. that's what goes on in the house. Now, I got my own account. I can shop. I can do whatever I want with my own money. You can't tell me what to do with my money. I can go hang out with my homegirls. I can go drink with my own money. And then if I want to buy you something, I use my own money. The same as you. Whatever you want to do with your money, you go do with your money. And if you want to buy me something, you use your money. Don't use our household money to buy me nothing. My views on it is a little bit different, I would say. Because I look at it like when we got married, everything is yours, it's mine. Everything is mine, is yours. So we got married, we have one account. All the money, we actually, well, we have two separate accounts, mm-hmm. but they're, we're, they're both joint accounts. We mm-hmm. have a USAA account, mm-hmm. a Navy Federal account, mm-hmm. but it's all our money. So mm-hmm. I don't tell him what to buy or don't, well, okay, as a wife, sometimes we'd be like, you're not getting that. That's the joke. He can go out and buy whatever he wants to buy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I go out and buy whatever I want to buy. We pay the bills. We do everything. So our money is all together. If he broke, I'm broke. If if I'm broke, he broke. I mean, it, it, that's what it is for us. That works in our household. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some I had an aunt growing up where she had a husband that would spend bill money mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. stuff. So I, I understood <laughs> that. She needed, to sep- she needed to separate her account. Yeah. Yes. You see, you see what I'm saying? Some people are not good with money. Some right. people are not. And you're but not going to take that- my money and spend it on. I mean, come on now. Especially if you have a husband that cheat. I'd be goddamn if you want to take my money and spend it on a bitch. Like, we're not doing that. So that's why it's this good to, like, I don't know if it's, I mean, I want to say I have trust issues, but I just want my money to be my money. And whatever is going on in the house, that's okay. We won't put it over there. Like, I want to be able to have my own stash. So your savings are separate? Yes. Yes. So no savings together? No. Why? No. No, no, no. I have my own stocks. I got my own savings. Because if something happens, I want to have my own. Just like he do. No, it's no savings together. See, and I mean, I think for some, mm-hmm. some, because I think we talk about this all the time, that some some spouses don't have any clue with what's going on with the money. Right. So for That's us, crazy. Not, right, in my household, That's my crazy. husband handles all the bills, I, I I mean honestly I I I mean honestly I don't think I even I don't I don't even go into the account. Both our checks go into we're like Nicole. We just have we have two different mm-hmm. account like bank accounts because we're military, so we have two different accounts, the two different banks. Um, but I don't go into the accounts. Mm-hmm. I don't look in there. I don't not that I don't have access to it. I could get the passwords if I want. But, I mean, very rarely, I don't even think in the last 
five years have I went into that account to look, mm-hmm. see how much money's in there. So, and part of it is just because, like Nicole said, I don't have to worry about, I, we've never, in 24 years of being married, our legs have never been off. No one's ever repoed my car. When I swipe that card, it says approved. That's all I care about. Right. But I had to learn, again, I think, like, I think both of your points are valid because as a wife, the way that I was doing it, and then we started having a little bit of problems, and then I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> because, right, if something happens, right. I would be, not that I didn't have access to it and I wouldn't know, but, and if he was that kind of man to do me wrong, he would have had every opportunity because I didn't check. So I think that both of y'all's points are valid that we should know. And not all women have that luxury of a man not doing them wrong. Right. And like I feel bad for those wives who have those husbands that just really bad with money. And they work hard, 40 hours a week, you know, get their paycheck. And their husbands tell them this is all that you get. And you don't don't know where their money goes. And that's crazy. I think that's a bigger problem. I think that's more of a abuse type of abuse in a relationship controlling issues and things of that nature my philosophy on marriage is when you get married you become one Mm -hmm. it takes time to become one so i don't like the separation of it because we don't when you come together Mm -hmm. you're not separate you can still be one and have separate accounts yeah you can i'm Mm -hmm. not saying i i think what works in your household works for you Mm -hmm. what works in crystals what works in mine i said that's just my opinion so for us we've always thought when my husband first went into the Navy and he started getting money, you know, at first you feel like I, mm-hmm. I need to go do something because I need to contribute because he's in the house. He was like, let me tell you something. He said, this is our money. He said, whatever you would like to get, you go get because I wanted to contribute. He was like, you contribute every day by staying home with these kids while I'm at the sea. Mm-hmm. I was the bill payer for almost 20 years. I paid all the bills because he was out to sea. So it was more consistent for me to do that. I just recently said, okay, I'm done with this. You can pay the bills. But I have access to both accounts, Mm -hmm. every account. I can use money, and I go buy it. But I don't hide things. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about how people buy things and they hide them. That's ridiculous. I don't do that. (laughs) You know, I don't do it because I have my own separate (laughs) account. Oh, wow. <laughs> Somebody uh, else sitting at the table. I do up. not hide Baby. clothes in my spare tire compartment of my trunk. I don't do that, but I, I have hidden clothes at friends' houses. <laughs> I have hidden clothes. We're going to just say we don't have so any of CC stuff in our house. You have so many different types of wives. You have that wife that goes shop and bring the house, the clothes in the house. She put on a fashion show for her husband. And he's okay with it. Then you I have that, that wife. I do that sometimes. You have that wife that shops, and the husband is against it, and she sneaks the clothing in the house, That's or me she gets well. the clothes delivered to her place of employment because you don't want the husband to know. I don't bring it to my place or- of employment. <laughs> that she oils the clothes, but I do put them in a trunk. But see, this is the thing. Like, why do you have to hide the clothes? Because you know, because you don't need them. You don't need them clothes. I'm so it has nothing what? to do with your husband. I mean, he may get mad because he was like, we trying to save, we yeah. trying to do this, and you buy unnecessary stuff. Exactly. And so, yes, my husband is not one to say, <laughs> I hide it because I feel guilty. Because my name is Crystal, and I am a shopaholic. I'm not wife. And it's, it hasn't been until recently. I, I mean, COVID has really, I mean, I know that, it's, it's a real problem, right? It's I mean, we're, it's a devastating thing with the COVID. But one thing it's teaching me is some a lot of my stuff that I buy, I don't need it. <laughs> she does not. <laughs> let, me ask you, let me ask you a question. As a, as a wife, have you gone through your closet and just looked? Like, you probably have shit in it that's got tags in it, yes. don't you? Yes. Crystal, he wants me to do a give one, keep one. Because that's what he says. So what we started this year was he was going to give me an allowance. Oh, wow. Okay. And I supposed to get... But when I buy stuff, it'd be on Amazon. So if you give me cash, how am I going to shop on Amazon with that? <laughs> that's the whole point. He tried. Exactly. But so I had to learn as a wife. And that's, again, that's about the respect. So mm-hmm. it all goes back with the respect and about being a partner. Yes. That he set me down finally and said, this is the goal. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like for me as a wife, and I mean, again, we've been married 24 years. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I was rolling around on the ground. I was, like, impressed. I was like, I didn't know if I was married to an airman 
or an accountant. <laughs> money like listen i was rolling around on the ground i said now you did all of this and i would with my shopping habit he like yeah so i look i was one of them wifey's and that's why i think communication is the key and and you have to be open to hear it Mm -hmm. because i got on board i was like baby (laughs) listen i'm on board because we're trying to save for a house so i'm like yeah some of this stuff that i now i done fell off a little bit i need to get back on you know but i think that as a wife, you have again know your husband, mm-hmm. and there's there was no, there's no real reason for me to hide stuff. It's my own guilt, really, mm-hmm. because yep. it's not like he's not abusive. Or you don't want him to fuss about. Like you know, yeah. you don't need and, that. And that's mm-hmm. why he'll be saying because, like you say, I got cl- tags in my girl stuff. He just get delivered to the house. He be like, yeah, you got Amazon package, and that's what he just said today. I'm like, okay, you know, like you know, always. So I think what the way that you do it too, Crystal. I think that again, I think it works. It, it, it could work. Mm-hmm. But I think that we have, as young women or young spouses or even older spouses, I had an older spouse when my husband was an airman, and she said, listen, my dad taught me to save out of every check that I got, mm-hmm. at least save $20. Because I think that, like what you're saying, a lot of spouses, they don't have savings. Mm-hmm. They don't have anything. And then a marriage ends, and you have nothing. It's not like you're holding. Like, I think it's wrong if you're doing it to hold it over the head. Like, I got my own money, and this is what I got. Yeah, no, and no, no, I no. don't need you for not. That's wrong that is to wrong. me. Very and it's disrespectful. So. It is. But if you're saying that, listen, as a woman, I'm going to make sure I'm okay. Yes. That doesn't get taught to Even us. for the wife that, uh, you know, even for the wife that does not work. Right. Because I work. But for the wife that does not work, if your husband is the type of husband that gives you a spousal allowance, I would suggest you take a percentage of that That's and right. put it in savings, so you can have something to fall back on. That's what that would be my advice. And not even fall back on, but I think like you, like I like what you because I know you're trying to you're talking in, in 2021. I'm definitely going to talk to you more, but about like I like what you said about the the um saving the stocks. Yes. Girl, I'm addicted. Right, and that doesn't get taught to us. As Mm. women, that doesn't... So I think Mm. that as as mentors and, and, and women in marriage... There is there is some valuable thing we can teach women more than um, how to cook, how to clean, right? You know, those how to how to be impressive. See, for me as a wife, me as a wife, I teach my daughters different things on how to be. You could be a wife, but I still want them to have some type of independence too. Well, I think that's a full being well rounded. Yeah, what if you call like in just as a good person, person. right? Mm-hmm. Not as a wife, because you cannot be a wife. And I can still teach you that as a young woman. Mm -hmm. I think that the term wife, people put this stigma on it that you have to be a wife and they put you in a box. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean because I'm a wife, I stopped trying to learn about stocks. Me, I don't care to know. I want the money from the stocks. Mm -hmm. My husband does it. He shows it to me. I said, well, what about this stock? But I let him do that because that's his life. Like, I like to buy appliances. Like, I love, like, anything. Uh, washers, dryers. Oh, I got funny. a new washer and dryer. I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, let me show you. I loved it. I like buying vacuum cleaners, like apply- all those things, gadgets. I'm a gadget person. I like to buy cleaning supplies. Oh, they got a new scent in this light, so I'll let me try it. I love cleaning things like that. So I'm just a little different, but I also like to shop. So when I shop, I shop in bulk. So I go buy, spend $500 today, but I might not shop again until a month well, from now. What you buying in bulk? I mean, stuff for the house? I can do that. Or I'll go buy me, oh, I found some jeans, so they got a sale, so I done went and bought six outfits. And four, oh, six outfits. Yeah, like, the four same shoes. jeans? No, 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 no. Oh, I'm like, what? I you like buying to call jeans it in bulk? What is he doing? Shopping in bulk. But it, to me, I think that, and this is just me, I always tell people, do what works for you in right. your marriage. Mm-hmm. For me, as a wife, I think you should always know how much money you have in your account. Mm-hmm. You should be able to look at it. Mm-hmm. And two, you shouldn't go. I don't feel like a person should go into a marriage and saying, this is my money. Because I feel like you already start off separate. Separate, yeah, correct. So I think if you give the man the opportunity to do right and to show these things and then not be so quick to come back and then say, you know, well, he trying to tell me what to do. But why is he asking you what you're doing with the money? Well, why is he doing mm-hmm. Like Crystal said, they're trying to buy a house, so he's trying to sit her down and say, yes, it's your money you can do, but we can be so much further and along. And that's why I thought it was important in my situation to have that joint account for yeah. the house. So it wouldn't feel like it was separate. Right, because that's You know, even though mean, we got our separate right. situations, even though we got our separate banks and things like that, we still have the house hold 
Right, and that's different to me because there's a lot of women that say, listen, my money's my money, your money's my money, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do what I want with my money, mm-hmm. But I and and the man's left to pay the bills and do everything. That's mm-hmm. wrong. And I think that's, for me, yeah, I think that that's wrong if you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. but it sounds like in your marriage, Crystal, that's not what you're doing. You're saying, hey, we're both putting in the, the main thing in the, in the pot, household. Yes. Yes. But, Listen, but it's almost to That's me, with the kids, the nothing, house, whatever, yeah. And yeah. It's, it sounds like to me, Yuns are doing the same thing that we're doing. I just get an allowance because he, he gets the same amount of the allowance. Yeah. So he gets his part, I get, and we just do it in cash. Because the goal was if he did it in cash, then I wouldn't. But even Swipe I, that card. Trust and believe that household account got way more money than my personal. I mean, well, not my personal savings, but the household account gets more of right. the, majority the majority of my of, of my right. um, paycheck yeah. than my personal. So account. it sounds like you're doing yeah. the same thing. It's I'm just doing. like I guess like my allowance. I guess what yeah. would you would consider you're, your you're, allowance? You're right. It's going. It's my personal account. So it's just like my allowance is going to my personal and, and your account. personal account. So it's just really yeah. the same thing I'm yeah, doing. Yeah. But yours is just in an, in an a account. different account. Yeah. Where mine is the cash. But if I've I've learned through these last couple of months, like I said, since we've been doing it, that if I do buy something offline, I give them the cash. Because what I don't want them saying is, hey, right now you're reneging on the goal that we did. I guess with me, I just as a wife, I'm, I don't know. I'm not saying I'm secretive. I just don't want him to know what I'm doing. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm being secretive, but I just want to be able to just do without you knowing that I did it. Right, and with the cash, that's what, but see, like, the only difference with us is, like, if I'm buying gifts or anything, yeah, that coming out the other, like, the, not my mm. money that he gave me, uh-uh. I guess I just don't want to feel like I'm sneaking to do something. <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. know, like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I have my own account, you know, and it's my money. But, like, if I want something, I'll go to him, like, yo, can you buy me a pair of shoes? So let me ask this question. Mm-hmm. Do you have to pay him back? Like, say you need some money and your personal account uh, is low. I'm not paying you nothing back. Okay. No. I heard somebody say, like, you have to pay people back. I'm not giving my husband nothing back. Look, I need some shoes or I need money. I need money. Like, I'm not paying you back. Give your wife money. You know, I'm not going to pay you Is it vice versa? If he needed money, would you I'll give, give it to him? Money? Yeah, you don't have to pay him back. And I'll pay, give it to okay. you. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think yeah. that, like I said. What Trust me, because he called me the other day. Yo, can you, put a, can you transfer $100 to my name federal? I need something. Okay, no questions asked. I'll give you $100 because I know in the long run I'll get it back. Right. You know, that's a relationship that we have. Yeah, so see, I, I think that works. Forever. That works for you. You know yep. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think that. As a spouse, like like Nicole said, we got to do what works for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about something else a little bit more fun. Let's talk about sex <laughs> in the marriage. Yeah. Your favorite topic. <laughs> Why everybody say that? Because <gasps> it is, Nicole. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I think women need to know that it is okay to have fun in a marriage. And when you're having sex... When I got married, I couldn't wait. I was like, whatever you want to do, we're going to do as long as it's not bringing another person You could be a hoe for your husband. A hoe for your husband. <laughs> That's what we're supposed to do. Okay. You could be a hoe for your husband. That's the only main reason why I wanted to get married. So I could be a hoe. Because <laughs> it's okay. Can't nobody judge me. That's my fucking husband. Yeah. I could be a hoe for my husband. Listen. That is funny. I'm telling you, I'm I mean, trying to be like Miss Mississippi me? on what the What you judging me on? That's my husband. That's I can true. do whatever. Whatever you want me to do, I'm going to do it. That's my husband. You can't judge me. The bedroom is undefiled. The bed is undefiled. That's what the Lord said. Ah, you can do the things that the Bible says because it's your husband. So and it's okay. Do you think? Do you feel like it's a chore? No, I don't. No, why should it be a chore with your husband? It's not a chore for me neither. Why? Like, why should I have a sex with your husband? Whatever, Crystal. <laughs> Let me tell you so. Christmas, like, I, I don't need it. I said, Hun. It's not a chore. I just think I'm I medically. want it. I need it. Like, every day. Like, if I could. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't right know. Now. But wait, look, look, right now, get, right now. Look, let me home. tell you something. Right now, I hate my husband. I'm beefing. Beefing. But I'm going to tell you something. I don't, we beefing. But trust and believe it. When it's time, I need some. I don't give a fuck if I'm as you. I, look, don't look the other way. As long as that shit get hard, I'm good. <laughs> I hate you right now, but I just need to get me. I don't care. If, you don't have to come. And I'm petty. Petty. Once it, once I get what I need, I'm up. Done. You look at me like, for real? Yes, I hate you. I'm going to sleep. No, so, well, is it better? Out. Is it better now than when you first got married? Yes. I would have to say yes. it is because I think me growing up in a church, people, you think you're supposed to just be this, you're going to be a nasty girl if you do this 
because, oh, I'm so safe. I was like, but wait. It's your husband. The word said this with my husband. So, yes, I am a freak. I'm nasty. I'm this and I'm that. So this is what I do. Women need to be delivered from that. Women, a lot of marriages That's could true. be saved from that. We have That's it awful. backwards. We think that, like, you have the stripper mentality. You're like, yeah, I was over here dropping it, flipping it, doing this and doing all this stuff when it's we was dating. But then when you get married, they feel like, oh, no, I could never do that because he'll never look at me the same. I'm yeah. a hoe. And but, you know, true. one of the things that I, I it's so funny because, I, you know, I be talking to guys. A lot of men, once it becomes your wife, you don't look at her as that. That yes. bloody, that hole, and things like that, because that's your wife. Or you yep. think the sexiness, but do you think that's because of the things that, because, I mean, like Nicole said, I remember when I was dating my husband, I, like, he would come over, I would, you know, have lingerie, I would be doing all these things, my hair would be done, I'd be I hope you on. keep it up. See, that's the things exactly. that we, that we, that's the things that we mess up at. We, we start off all of that, we do the lingerie, the sexy hair, the makeup, but as time go on, we fall off. You right. can't do that right. in a marriage. You got to keep that shit up for our husbands. Right, and I think that that's the things, again, that we don't teach. You know, it's like, hey, this is what I get. If I want to put on this and that and jogging clothes and T-shirts, that's okay. No, 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 no. And no, nobody no. wants to come home looking like like looking at you like a ragamuffin every day. I love you, <laughs> like, but... they don't. But men are, men are visual, and I think they're saying, I love you, but <laughs> I want you to do something else with your hair. Like, if I cut my hair, my husband... Hook, Loves when I cut my hair. He thinks it's just the bomb thing ever. So when I get tired of long hair, I cut it. He thinks it's the bomb. Sometimes you do something for your man. Like, he likes me to wear this these pants or this shirt. So I put it on for him. One of my favorite date night things is going into try clothes on. Go shopping and have him to pick mm-hmm. something out and sit back and watch me try stuff on. I think it's such a big turn on. And I think yeah. women need to learn that being a wife is not some dreaded thing. It's something that... To be enjoyed, yes. to be liked, mm-hmm. to just, it's a lot of things. We're going to have to have a podcast where we talk about sex in the bedroom when you're married. Because I think people need to learn. There are different positions. There are toys that you can bring into that. Anything that the two of you agree on besides another person is okay. But what if you agree on the other person? I mean, I'm not saying that's a that. personal belief of right. mine because I think it just should be between the two of you. But if that's what you agree on, Tayana Taylor, they do it all the time. I heard her man. So that that's what they do. What? Her yeah. e-mom be bringing people in the room? She, she wrote a song about it. It was it was like an article. I Jeez. love her music, yeah, but it's too. there. I think that. Whatever brings spice, bringing spice. Yes. I will tell you one thing my husband will never say is that she wasn't giving it. She wasn't giving it good, and she wasn't giving it enough. That would never be one of the reasons why he leaves. Because my friend, everybody who knows me, said, oh, girl, you're a freak. I was like, I'm, I am, I am, I am. And that's that's okay, because I'm a wife. So we have to. Yeah, I think you're well-balanced. It has to be well-balanced. Yes. Because like you said, I, I know for me, I don't know if mine is this hormonal, but, I mean, I just think. Check your hormones, girl. Check them. I did. I, but, yeah, I, it's just. For me, I think it's more hormonal because I had a hysterectomy, and I think that for me, it's more hormonal. It's not that I don't like to have sex. I just, it's just not, it's not that on, like, when I was in my 20s, it was on, you know, like, I could th- two, three times a day. I'm, you know, in my late 40s now. It's like, you Once know, a day is good. <laughs> Let's get that because we're getting to the end. It's almost time to, to end it. What would be your quick references as far as a wife, what are your little nuggets you want to leave? For me, one of them is be your husband's wife. Sometimes when we as women, we ask, like, what are you doing? Or somebody gives you an advice, gives you advice about something. If I tell you my man, like, his feet rub 10 minutes a day and his hair rub, then you go home and try to do the same thing to your exactly, man. Yeah. And he don't like that. The, the, you got to take. You got to read between the lines. The thing is, find a thing that works for your husband that makes him happy. Mine might be rubbing his feet, rubbing his head, whereas yours may be something else. Sometimes I think we try to make, we try to be somebody else's husband. I always tell people, I'm Philando's wife. He's my husband. I'm not trying, I I can't be Leon's wife because he already got one. Mm -hmm. So I can't bring what Crystal do into my house, into there. Let's not do that. And let's not lose ourselves. Um, That's, Let's not lose ourselves without bringing down our man. Like, respect him, but mm. also keep yourself, but also build him up as well. Those would be some nuggets that I would leave. 
I think for me, mine would definitely be the self-care. Take, I mean, I don't care if you're young with children, no children, old with children, no children. Take that time for yourself. Find out who you are. And I, I would say that's even before the marriage, because I think that's a lot of the problem is that we get married hoping that someone completes us. And I, that's for me. I always tell young girls, like, nobody should complete you. God already completed you when he made you. But he can't overflow you. He can overflow. He can compliment you. Yep. But he can't complete you. And my other little nugget would be communication. Learn how to communicate. Because like you said, Nicole, we can, like for me, I'm a talker. But a lot of, I can tell, honestly tell you probably hmm, 20 years of my marriage, I spent a lot of time talking loud. And I can say this about myself now. And saying nothing. Mm-hmm. Where now, I don't, I still talk loud. But I feel like I'm saying something when I talk. So that's the difference. Effective communication. Yeah. I would say straight up, just ask them, what can I do to support you and be there for you better? Um, and be open to hear and, what he's and just, saying. What can I do to be there for you? Like, what can what can I do to support you? What can I do to help you move forward or do better throughout your day? Like, what can I do to just... Make you be the bad person, you know, what do you need from me so I can, to make you feel supported. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things in my situation is, um, one of the things I heard him say was, I just felt like you wasn't there for me. I felt like you didn't support me or you wasn't, you didn't give me what I need to feel supported. You didn't have my back. And you, that's one thing as a wife, you don't want your husband to ever feel like you don't have their back. Mm-hmm. Yep. So just ask him straight up. Yep. Like, what do I need to do to feel like I'm riding with you. I got your back. That's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The last thing I would say is that a lot of people like to be a Proverbs 31 wife. If you leave that, that, that gets a little, it's a little much for me. Mm-hmm. But my favorite thing is the First Peter 3 wife. In the First Peter 3, it says that if you have, you're married to an unsaved man, but you're a saved woman, it says by your actions and by what you do, mm-hmm. you can, he could be saved just by seeing you live the life of Christ. So sometimes, you know, we don't need to beat things into our husbands. We just need to be who God has created us to be mm-hmm. and do what he's told us to do, and then he'll put them in line, not us. Mm. Got it? I mean, that for me, that 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 was powerful for me. So I just keep doing what God told me to do as a wife and then let him worry about changing him. We can't change a man, Mm-mm. but God can. We can pray for him. Yeah. And that's something that my spiritual mom used to tell me when we used to talk about submitting. And I'd be like, I can't submit to him because da-da-da-da. And she she used to tell me that all the time, um, that you're out of line and you're out of order. That's being a submissive wife, that's a whole... Yeah, that's another talk. We're going to have to talk about that. Oh, it's a lot that we could have talked about with wifey. Submissive wife, we'll have to we'll talk about that. Because there's so many definitions of a submissive. Yeah, we, we need, that needs to be another topic that we. Because I actually sat down and talked to my man and asked him like, "What is a submissive wife to you?" He's like, "You would never be a submissive wife." I'm like, "What?" Yeah, that's another. And you good thought topic. you were submissive? I thought I was. And he's right. like, "Hey." We're going to have to bring that up on the next topic mm, mm. for a podcast. Let's talk about our black business for the week. Who do we have today? Oh, yeah. So today I'm going to say we're going to have the top, the black business for the week is Studio 7 Hair Salon. Studio 7 Hair Salon is the hair salon that I go to to get my hair done. It's a black-owned business. It's on Charles Street in Baltimore. And let me get the address for you guys because um, this hair salon is bomb. They keep Crystal's hair what? fly. Eight hundred yes. North Charles Street in Baltimore, Maryland. I mean, they have a a different variety of stylists. I mean, they work with natural hair. If you want weave, if you want color, it's all. If you want to. Um, use different products to grow your hair back because it was damaged doing like color perms, whatever. They have whatever you need from cuts, colors, um, and I'm just gonna say they're bomb. Studio Seven, the salon and spa. You can find them on Instagram. Studio Seven, the number seven studio, the number seven, the salon and spa. Um, they do beauty, cosmetic, and personal care. And it's funny because when I went to the salon, they have this girl that works downstairs. Have y'all ever heard they do like um, vaginal facials where they do uh, facials for your, 
it's bigger than Vagis thing. It's like they take your vagina and they do facials. Like they like shave and just like give it a facial. I never heard of it. Oh, shave it? But like they don't they go inside it. and touch it. No, stuff. no. Yeah, that's a little much for me. Yeah. They don't go inside and touch it. Okay. It's just like give it like a facial. Oh. <laughs> they shave. Yeah, okay. And they do, it's just like... They do everything. Like, they me. put you over the hot thing? Because that's what I want to do. Listen, they do. I don't know what they I do. But I was a housewives. Listen. Oh. <laughs> it's called a vaginal steam. <laughs> that's for another topic. <laughs> we got to get out of here today. <laughs> but you can catch them on Instagram, Studio 7, The Salon. Check them out. Aubrey is my stylist. She does my hair. She cuts colors, whatever you need. She got you. Um, their owner is a black-owned business. Is in is in Baltimore downtown. Um, is on Charles Street. The address is eight hundred Charles Street. Um, check them out on Instagram. That's awesome. It has been real tonight. Yes, yes, this it was is a good deep. topic. We're gonna have to do a part two of this to talk about the submissive yes, wife and a couple do. other things. But I want to thank you girls for coming out tonight, rocking with mm-hmm. me. Thank yes. our coworkers for listening. But right now, break time is over, and oh, it's we time gotta go to get out of here. Back home. All right, wives. Well, see y'all All right. later. Let's talk.